Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone. I am Katie Patrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. Yes. Uh, it's the start of the week, and we are ready to give you the goods. Are you ready, David? Yes, we're ready. All right, then. Get them while they're young, of course. A Chicago Children's Hospital tests a new program that has high school students teaching sex ed to the children's. I mean, teach the, teach the children so the children can then teach the even younger children. So who's teaching? The children to the children. What all could about go, sex ed. What could go wrong? Nothing. Nothing at all. All right. So we are going uh, to talk about this children's hospital that uh, it's piloting a sex ed program where students or former students, are teachers. You heard that and you're reading that correctly. Lurie Children's Hospital is testing out a sex ed program uh, co-taught by current and recently graduated college, I'm sorry, Chicago public school students, CPS. Should we just pause there, Katie, and remind people how bad the test scores are from places like Chicago public schools, oh, oh no. Baltimore, no, no, there's nothing to cities, see here in Detroit. these big cities. Okay. Nothing, nothing to focus on education-wise or crime-wise. So instead, just a focus on the sex ed. Yes, and yet yes. let the current students in yes. those failing schools do some teaching. Now, yep. so Lurie, or Lurie. I think it should be called luring. Like they are luring, luring yeah. the children. They are. So yeah. they're offering a variety of sex ed programs to schools in Chicago, including, ready, Gender Sexuality Alliance, GSA Workshop. That's a series covering gender affirming, in quotes, sexual communication, healthy LGBTQ relationships, anal sex, HIV, and the HIV prevention medicine prep, according to their website. That's this is just what they're doing. One Lurie employee asked a Chicago public school elementary school teacher, um, in an email if her school was interested in a GSA sex ed program co-taught by youth leaders that the hospital was testing out. Katie, there's a lot of, um, a lot of concerns here with something like just, this, but... Just a lot. Even, yeah. even the, the way the article's worded of how the hospital is testing out the children. I mean, I know it's meant to be like, oh, the children are the ones doing the teaching, but that isn't this Brave New World? Is this not what they are doing? They are testing out the children. Yeah. And they're using children to coax and lure the other children into believing that, hey, as they're talking about healthy LGBTQ relationships and anal sex and HIV and all oh this stuff, let's just, you know, if we have the older children teach the younger children, isn't that, isn't that just like the full circle? teaching the generations to continue on what yeah no, what no, could go not. wrong when you let the children lead the way <laughs> we're seeing part of that in our culture today where the trans movement is nonstop. but anyway i want to quote or read something from adam davies he's a youth engagement program coordinator at lurie and he said this in an email to john b murphy elementary school teacher chira carney he said I wanted to reach out to see if there would be any interest in a sex education session for the GSA at your school. Our middle school GSA sex education builds really well on the sex education students received and reviews uh, consent and communication 
safer sex methods, and HIV and PrEP. So they're, this year he said they're trying to out a new program where the youth leaders are currently or recently graduated CPS students. They'll be the ones that are co-teaching, like we explained to you already. The youth are going to be the ones that are co-teaching this. Um, so they are really excited that they can offer it, according to uh, the article. And uh, the program, um, they're just going to pass along uh, this to try to get other people involved and try to get more participation. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, can I look at the actual email from this uh, Adam Davies? Because you keep saying he and um, according Oops. according to the uh, like actual sign Are there pronouns there, in there? Uh, warmly, Adam Davies, they, them. Oh, so, okay. Programming coordinator for youth engagement the... in the sex development program and division of adolescent and young adult medicine. I didn't see the... See all the play on they words and, they just like to use in there. They That's and so them. Nice. So, yeah. So that means there's more than... That means, was it he or she is more than one person then if it's they, them? I, I've always you got been confused. Me, I, maybe attend the, the course and then you'll learn I've always from been it. confused about that. Yeah. And, and of course, they've done already this thing the lurie program also use their youth leaders because you can't i mean if you got them you got to use them in more than one sure place and way um so they gave a sex ed presentation back in may at an educational summit on diversity there it is hosted there it is. by chicago public schools because what else are you going to do in may <laughs> might as well have this um it was the galaxy summit Ooh, what's this about it was weird Hola, hola, CPS students and staff. I'm Jose, my pronouns are they, he, el, and I'm from the CPS Office of Student Health and Wellness. I'm so excited to remind you that the CPS Galaxy Summit is coming up on Saturday, May 20th in person at the UIC Forum. This event is about creating affirming spaces to celebrate and learn about the diversity of our CPS community. There will be student staff-led workshops, performances, speakers, food, and many opportunities for you to connect and build community with other CPS students and staff. Friends, it's going to be a blast. Registration is required. I, oh, my goodness. That was out of this world. I... I really don't know what to say about that, but I do know that the hospital staff says that Lurie will pay $1,000 to youth leaders in HIV to cover youth travel and payment for adult staff time for the Galaxy Summit. Yeah, they did that. So bonus. They did it. Look bonus. at that. I mean. Incentives, Katie. I mean, it is. Incentives. We, you talk about the you know Galaxy Summit, and we can't even tell how many genders there are, but we're going out out to outer space and maybe that's where all these people belong so. okay let's look at what the sex education or sexuality education program is actually uh it says um ann and robert h lurie children's hospital of chicago's sexuality education program combines the expertise of multidisciplinary staff with a youth-centered and engaging curriculum our team supports thoughtful culturally responsive and lgbtqia inclusive conversations as students learn about relationships social emotional development and their bodies all programming is consistent with the national sexuality education standards and gender spectrums principles of gender inclusive puberty and health education <sighs> we are an approved community-based sexual health education provider with public and private schools including Chicago public schools. No mention of the 
declining test scores. Yeah. And um, anyway, at Chicago. they're aligning with what the nation wants. Those yes. national sexuality yes, those standards. National standards that they've lowered and lowered and lowered the bar and yet more money doesn't seem to fix the problem but we have to move on still to come a sex guide aimed at children ages 10 to 15 is being sold in department stores that's right with instructions on how to perform sex acts descriptions of gender identities and graphic illustrations in department stores now We'll show you the book and tell you how one of the stores responded when, when parents pushed back. That's coming up. All right, parents, this next one's a little more graphic, a little bit more graphic than oh, usual. So boy. if you're, I mean, that's saying a lot considering <laughs> everything we, we cover. cover. So, so maybe if you're... Yeah on your phone watching us just put on headphones don't let the little ears hear this one so <laughs> there's a sex guide that is aimed at children ages 10 to 15 so i guess if you're ages 10 to 15 you can just let their ears listen because this is what they're they're pushing it's being sold in department stores with instructions on how to perform sex acts descriptions of gender identities and graphic illustrations of penises now the book is called welcome to sex colon your no silly questions guide to sexuality pleasure and figuring it out by melissa kang and yumi steins and it was released uh in may it was being sold in the big w department store and yes that is in australia so you could say oh well that's australia well what happens in australia it doesn't, is, stay, it doesn't in stay in australia usually australia and every europe they're ahead of us in the u.s on these trends and all that and it'll make its way over here don't you worry now the book talks about penis size with a plethora of illustrations um before getting into instructions on different sex acts and these instructions are about scissoring wait Did a minute let's clarify something here this is in department stores a department store the big w available for minors mm -hmm. and it's pornographic material yes oh i'll get to okay. i'll get to the big w's defense okay so later on so but scissoring yeah I, I, part of me doesn't even just, want to just, know no just you can uh, no just you can wa read the book if you really want to <laughs> we're not going to go <laughs> into that okay. featuring uh, a drawing of what appears to be an amputee engaging in the scissoring act anyway in addition another heading actually read the lowdown on anal sex and while they also include um thing questions such as how do you finger someone mm. um hand jobs uh, oral sex on a penis these all have dedicated sections of this book so we're gonna listen a little bit to what's in it but just not all of it, of course. Well, let's hear from a dad who's reading this. Welcome to Sex, a book sold at Big W and marketed towards your children. And it says so on the very first page, whether you're an apprehensive 11-year-old. The virginity myth, and as it says there, I think virginity is such an outdated concept, downplaying virginity, porn, and of course, sexual and gender identities. I couldn't leave that one out. I'm 13 and I'm confused about my sexuality. How can anyone think they're not coming after the children after seeing books like this for sale openly in Big W? Welcome to Sex, sold at Big W and marketed towards your children. 
Okay, so, so our producer cut out yes. the, the most graphic parts, just so you know if we you're watching We don't want to get that, canceled over here. Yeah, and it's going, oh, come on, that's not that bad. Well, oh, we had, it, to, we it had is. to edit a lot of stuff out. It is. Yeah. And we had to see it. Now, uh, the book, as you heard, you know, it, it notes that it's appropriate for the apprehensive 11-year-olds and the curious 14-year-olds. Um, but the author, Steins, actually wrote on her Instagram page that she would be okay with a mature eight-year-old reading the book. Really? Yeah, reportedly. Eight. eight. You know, a mature eight-year-old. <laughs> mature. Um, Grooming. Re- <clears throat> reportedly, she wrote that before you ask what age exactly, it depends where your kid is at in maturity. Roughly 10 to 15-year-olds, but I'd be happy with a mature and smart eight-year-old having a flick through. You're disgusting. Yeah. Not so, you, Katie, but the authors. Yeah. No, but th- this is a grooming at, at its at its finest. If if there's a finest to to grooming, the younger you get them, the more normalized it is. Then the less you have to. I mean, ten years from now, will she even have to make such a comment? It'll just be expected that this book is given to the five year old. You won't have to say, "Oh, a mature eight year old." It'll because be because any five year old will be already looking at. You know this what? Too. That's that's a really good point. You buy this, even if it's for a seventeen year old. You buy this book. They bring it home. If you've got younger brothers and sisters, if that's 17 or 15, because it's geared to 10 to 15, let's just say the 15-year-old brings it home. Let's just say there is an 8-year-old and a 10-year-old in your home looking at this stuff. Do you think the 17-year-old is going to hide it? Probably not in today's culture. Sharing is caring, in their words. (laughs) Now, of course... Big W, the department store, <clears throat> had how, to issue their defense. Yeah, how did they defend you, themselves, yeah, Katie? Are you ready? <clears throat> As their spokesperson said, go, go. Big W has a wide range of books and products that represent a diverse Australian community. There it is. Welcome to Sex is an educational, age-appropriate, and inclusive book featuring content from adolescent health experts. Experts. That matches the development and early experiences of teens aged 12 to 15. It is shelved in parenting in our books section, so parents can make their own decisions on what is appropriate for their family. Oh, really? So it's oh because it's in this section that's still accessible that to make, anybody? That makes it okay. That makes it A-okay. Now, there was some backlash reported. I can't imagine why. And the book is supposedly scheduled to be removed. It was on sale online uh, for $16.00. Australian dollars, which is $10.92 US. And reviews for the book online sales now have been turned off. I can't believe it. I wonder why. I Isn't just, that interesting? So they're censoring oh, the bad reviews. They're, they're, they're suppre- I wonder they're su- why. They're suppressing the truth. Suppress. That's biblical. Mm. Suppress the truth. Of course. That's right. Promote I'm evil, suppress the truth. Well, all I got to say is bad Australia. Now, when we come back, Look up the book 1984. Have you ever heard of it? I have. Because there's a parents group in Utah that just discovered that a popular kids book has quietly been edited to involve non-gendered language. We're going to show you side by side of what the publisher changed to appease the Rainbow Mafia. Stay with us. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company.
history is being rewritten and language is being rewritten. So our books are being rewritten. And now we have a poor narwhal out there. A what? A narwhal. What's narwhal? He's in the sea. He's kind of like a dolphin. Okay. <laughs> but kind of like a oh, unicorn. Okay. Because he's the unicorn of the sea. So he's, okay. he's like a dolphin mixed with a unicorn. Narwhal. Anyway. Dolphinicorn. 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 Yes. Okay. <sighs> He's narwhal. having an existential crisis. But anyway, we have a narwhal who now has some pronoun changes. Um, <laughs> a New York Times best-selling series by Ben Clayton, Clanton called The Narwhal and Jelly has some pronouns to change, apparently. <sighs> Parents reported to Utah Parents United about how narwhal, unicorn of the sea, had changed the pronoun of its main character according to the group's Facebook page. Now, let's just read the first page. Okay. This is Robert Morrow, school librarian from Fort Smallwood Elementary, presenting Narwhal, Unicorn of the Sea, a narwhal and jelly book by Ben Clanton. One day, when Narwhal was out for a swim, he found himself in new waters. Okay. New waters, okay. See? Everything seems fine. Yep. When he was out for a swim, he found himself in new waters. Now, is, this, is that the okay. same as the original version or what? No, that is the original version. That is the original version. Yeah. But. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. You see there on your left, uh, he found himself in new waters. And now, one day, went out for a swim, Narwhal found themselves. Oh, my goodness. Really? In new waters. Narwhal found I mean, themselves. Yep. That's where we're at. So. You can see that, and this was ju this just happened because that original was that video was actually done in 2020. So um, the Utah Parents United found out about this, and the Utah Parents United Public Relations Director Corrine Johnson said that it is a classic bait and switch, and this is not a typo. This is the new edition, and the publisher made a decision that they were going to introduce gender ideology to the K through three students. Wait, 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 subtle. wait, wait, Just okay. So subtle. This, is this a popular book? Yes. Okay, so how old are K through thir three? Five to eight. K, K through three, so five years old, mm -hmm. six years old. Five okay. to nine, I mean, they'll turn nine, but yeah, like five to nine. So do you think, Katie, you have very young ones at home. Do you think they understand when you talk about a singular, in this case, a mammal, <laughs> and they it, it says instead of himself, themself. Do, do kids even pick up on that? No. when they're that young. No, my my kids are so young. Like we're going through having to be like working on pronouns. He is boy, not he is girl. You know, like getting that worked out. The kids are just trying to figure that out and make sure. So if you get them confused by all of a sudden throwing themselves in there and saying it's. He goes with boy, she goes with girl. If you throw another thing in there, they they are going to be confused. So and that's the point. So what's gonna, yeah, what's gonna happen is they're gonna be hearing this, not understanding it, yeah. but they're hearing it. So when they get older, they'll think, oh, that's normal. Cause I've heard that since I was a kid. What's gonna be normal is having to do the whole introduction of pronouns. That's why they want you to do it. Is so, because mm -hmm. no one, they're allowing it, I guess, for people to, to be whatever they want to be. So they, have to say these pronouns that they make up they make grunting noises basically and they get so they're gonna get like 
ingrained into having to repeat pronouns every so, time they so talk to someone. They are hijacking the military slogan, be all that you can be, yeah. instead of be whatever you want to be. <laughs> be. Be all the things. Be you whatever be. you want to be. Now, the thing about this book, <laughs> Narwhal, is it's listed on the Kids Read Now's website as a book the organization sends to homes of children. And uh, USBE reportedly released a statement per the Utah Parents United announcing that the Kids Read Now has reportedly agreed to stop the book's distribution in the state, and they have replaced it with an alter, um, alternative title. Good. Or an alternate title. Alternate title. So that's a good thing. So here's some great advice, parents. Listen up. The spokesperson for the USBE said, the parental filter is needed now more than ever because of the subversive agenda to push gender ideology and gender transition on our youngest, most vulnerable students. It is the God-given and constitutionally protected rights of parents to decide when and how they expose their children to sexuality and gender ideology. Thank you. This is what needs to happen. Parents? Parents need to step up. Parents who have formed like the Utah Parents United, you have to step up. You have to call it out and get things to change. We have seen this grow steadily, you know, in the corporate world with Target and Bud Light and all the backlashes there. But this is your children at the, their schools or in their, you know, in this case, books that they read, the content mm -hmm. that they ingest. You parents have the control over this. So you need to wake up, pay attention and, and do what is right for your kids. Amen, sister. Thank you. Now, Speak still up. to come, Disney, speaking of corporate, Disney gets destroyed. <laughs> I wonder why. After photos leak of their latest children's animation turned live action movie that appears to be filled with all kinds of the woke inclusion mandates and none of the good stuff, we're going to show you Disney's next box office bomb because it's going to bomb. <laughs> if you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Unlike the blockbuster Sound of Freedom ooh, ooh. with Jim Caviezel, this Disney Wokus Pocus is going to bomb <laughs> at the box office. Wokus Pocus. Did you like that, Katie? I like that. It was good. So here's what they're doing. They're dissing Snow White. That's right. They're woking Snow White. They're remaking uh, this uh, movie. It's going to star a Hispanic actress, and uh, they're going to neuter Prince Charming. And they will be all but dwarf free. Do you see that? Now, the, uh, those people in the background, they're, they're allegedly dwarfs, but they're not dwarfs. Yeah. That, this so is the new. Basically, what happened, though, is yeah. the these photos were leaked. Okay. Uh -huh. And it's of the production. Okay. And immediately, Disney's like, that's fake. That's not real. You better apologize. Oh, and then they're like. Yeah, no, okay, those are actual production photos. Okay. Yeah, production that's, photos. that's the truth. That's the truth. And now everyone's going wild because that's supposed to be Snow White and that's supposed to be the Seven Dwarfs. And I think we're kind of missing part of it. 
like yeah. six dwarves. There's one. There is one missing. dwarf. We're missing. Okay. We're missing the other. So this goes back to 1937. That's when the original, I think, was. Mm-hmm. Did I read that right? When the original, um, yeah, the adaptive uh, Disney originally came out with the uh, 19th century German fairy tale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So did they rename the title too, Katie? It, they have to because they're not. They're not dwarfs. They, the, the fairy tale is literally called Snow White. Because she's white, <laughs> and there are seven dwarfs. Her she, skin tone is like the color of snow. But white, white. also, yeah, white also means white. like pure. Pure, yeah. Like but it's also white. her Innocence. skin tone. And so, it's seven dwarfs. So now you can't, you can't say that's what this movie is. You can say, say Hispanic woman and the six average sized people in one dwarf. Like that would be a really long title. But I mean, to be <laughs> if you want to be accurate, you have to change it to something along those lines um it's yeah it's the wokest of the woke from and she wow. she is i don't know if you have a, another picture of her playing snow brown i mean snow white but she looked pretty dark can yep, you she's a colombian have, actress do we have another close-up or we don't there yep. there she is rachel okay. zegler yep she's okay. the one who's playing snow white and she's probably okay. a fine actress i don't yeah, know i I'm think sure she's, a fine she's actress. been in some things recently i don't pay attention much so to hollywood here but, yeah. was what she said about playing snow white people are making these jokes about ours being the PC Snow White, where it's like, yeah, it is because it needed that. In other words, she's all for changing it. It's an 85 year old cartoon. And our version is a refreshing story about a young woman who has a function beyond someday my prince will come. All right. Katie, you have a problem with this. Ms. Rachel. Go ahead. Who's not Miss Rachel. Have you ever seen her? She's a great lady on YouTube who teaches children toddlers things. Anyway, Ms. Rachel in this case. Um, it's not just an 85-year-old cartoon. It's a 19th century German fairy tale. Okay. And fairy tales teach you about life lessons. And if you would read the actual fairy tale, you would know that the heroes in this whole thing are the dwarves. So why are you taking out dwarves and talking about basically, like you said, neutering Prince Charming and having this feminist, uh, you rah rah, here comes Snow White or Snow Brown. Why don't you just make up your own flipping storyline? Snow I Brown. I just want. I it's just want to just like flip that. this table on them because just come up with something new then. <laughs> but the thing is, the quality, the good stories that are actually out there have been done already, yep. and you have nothing. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Destroy. You can't create. You can only destroy. So that's what you're doing. You're destroying something that is good and pure for your garbage to make yourself feel like you're doing something. So apparently Elon Musk is who's that fella comes into this conversation, but it's not maybe the way you think. Hmm. He apparently liked or retweeted something that Matt Walsh shared. And here's Ah. what Matt Walsh said about it. He said, quote, it's not just political correctness that prompts Hollywood to make white characters non-white. Snow White is now brown because the filmmakers view the character's whiteness as a flaw to be fixed. It's anti-white racism and should be called such. Well, we can call it all day, which it is, but that's, they don't, you that's not, that doesn't exist. Just like I've heard the argument that black people can't be racist. No, every human being can be racist. Anybody can be racist. Everybody. Yes. Yeah. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, um, reverse racism 
It's just racism. Yeah. It's racism. Defi look up the definition of racism in uh, Webster's and yeah. anybody can be. So yeah, they're, they're kind of racist against some of this content that used to be entertaining mm -hmm. and it just had happened to have white characters. And there's a lot of things. If you've I seen you. some of the movies and even TV series that are coming out, they're being changed now and everything and Hispanic, and, you know, black characters They're Yeah. It's just, just interesting. Hollywood things everything. just has to be done. Yep. Well, we're done. We're done. We're done. So we're, if you're a fan of the show, <laughs> please do your thing there by liking, commenting, sharing if you're watching us on social media. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.